And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, hello there, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today is Monday, and it's That's the Movie with Robert Alfonso Hidalgo, where he speaks about all behind-the-scenes Hollywood and what's going on uh, with your upcoming movies and so forth. So, um, hey, Robert. Good afternoon. Hey. How's it going? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Awesome. Great. So, anyways, uh, first bit, uh, it's been pretty much rumor-filled this whole past week, but I'll just get off with the first rumor was, uh, if you remember the movie uh, Labyrinth, I think it came out back in the 1980s, I think 1986. I'm not too sure when it came out, but anyways, yeah, 1986. Uh, Labyrinth, and it starred um, Jennifer Connelly, and David Bowie was a bad guy, and everything. But anyways, um, the movie wasn't didn't do well when it first came out, but everyone loves the movie now. And apparently, um, at the Henson Company, which is uh, Jim Henson's like company, because he passed away already. Um, there, there's been rumors like flying around that, about a sequel, that they might do a sequel, and that kind of sucks mm-hmm. because um, I think it's getting worse and worse that everyone in Hollywood wants to bring back everything old again and make sequels or TV shows, and I kind of don't okay. want to see a sequel to Labyrinth, you know. Like, uh, what is it, 12 Monkeys, that that movie that starred Bruce Willis and stuff, and Brad Pitt, which was a really mm-hmm. awesome movie, now has a TV show on sci-fi, on the sci-fi channel. It was a great movie, but we don't really need to see a TV show or even a, re- a remake of the movie. It's just unnecessary stuff. And I hope this trend doesn't get, you know, bigger and bigger, because it's terrible, terrible stuff. But uh, let's hope they just scratch the whole idea Because actually Because I wanted to mention this uh, The movie Say Anything That uh, Mm -hmm. starred, you know, John Cusack And it was this romance movie And anyways um, That movie was apparently going to be adapted into a TV show But after the director uh, From the movie came, Went onto Twitter And he said that he has nothing to do with the movie except stopping it from, I mean, with the TV show, except stopping it from ever happening. Because he, uh, he didn't want the TV show to happen. And then John Cusack joined in on Twitter and started saying the same thing. And because of that, they decided to scrap the whole idea. So within the day, the same day of announcing that they're working on the TV show, the idea was canceled mm-hmm. because the original creators hated it, hated the idea so much. For real? And that's... Yeah, that's that's pretty funny, actually. Okay. Yeah. So Twitter, Twitter's powerful. Twitter, uh, Twitter uh, gave well, a yeah. voice to these two guys and managed to and managed to shut down a TV show from ever happening. The guys were like, the guys, the 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 guys who were writing it just realized that if they thought it was such a bad idea, then it probably was. So they decided not <laughs> to do it. 
I mean, yeah. if it really took the original guys, the original uh, director and the lead actor to say that it was a bad idea, then these guys are pretty dumb because it would it was a bad idea to anybody. It's kind of, and I hope that, you know, again, the trend doesn't continue. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, now casting news about uh, the James Bond movie, the new one. So this is two actors have been casted in it. The first one is uh, um, Leigh Sidhu. She's a French actress. She was in Blue is the Warmest Color. She was in, uh, what's it called, this movie uh, uh, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. She was in a lot of movies, and you know her just when you see her face, Sasha. But anyways, she's really, she's really, uh, she's really cool. She has that very James Bond movie vibe for female actresses. So she's been casted as a femme fatale. Uh, that could mean anything. She could either be um, an antagonist to James Bond or, you know, an ally. Either way. So hmm. there we have that. She's been casted in that movie. And we can probably, uh, she's probably going to be French of some kind because James Bond. And the next one, which was surprising to me, was that uh, Dave Batista has been casted in it. Batista from Guardians of the Galaxy who played Drax, is playing a villain in the next James Bond movie. Some sort of, like, villainous henchman that's supposed to be physically unique and intimidating for uh, James Bond. So I'm assuming something like Jaws, like um, the character Jaws from the old Bond movies. And apparently the character's name is Hinks. I don't know why, (laughs) but sure. So that's going to be cool, I guess, seeing Dave Bautista more stuff. I guess. And he went from yeah. wrestling to acting. Okay. Yeah, I think he's he's like, you know, like The Rock. Uh, I think with a little bit more uh, help, he can probably uh, do some really great stuff. Because so far, he's been doing okay. You know, before Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy, he's done small roles in other movies. And those movies weren't necessarily that great. But they weren't memorable, so nobody really remembers that he was in those movies. But then you, now he got in Guardians, and it just blew him up, you know? Mm-hmm. So... If The Rock is doing it, then I'm pretty sure this guy can do it. So, True. now, speaking of more things that I don't want to happen, uh, Robin Hood. Um, Sony is thinking of having a Robin Hood shared movie universe. So, this With seems who? to be like a, a... Yeah, this seems to be like a, a sort of theme that I've been talking about for like the past like month, maybe, every time I do this, that Marvel is affecting every other studio because of of what they're doing with their superhero movies. So now because of that, they want to do a shared movie universe um, Mm -hmm. based on this. So this probably means movies, TV shows. They're just looking at the idea for that, you know, because so far they've, they've originally planned with, um, with, you know, the Spider-Man shared universe, but the Spider-Man movies are doing so terrible because they're bad. And then, it's most likely might, might not even happen. I'll get back later to some sort of rumors coming up about this. But, uh, yeah. More shared movie mm-hmm. universes. Like, we need that. <laughs> I think people are just going to get lost when they start yeah, watching Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of annoying like... that way. I mean, I I like what Marvel's doing because they're doing it correctly and because they've already been doing it since the 1960s with their comic books. And that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. DC, I mean, Warner Brothers is trying to do it with their bat, with their DC, you know, products. But the problem is that they got into the, into the whole, you know, big thing late, 
and they're trying to pick up to pick up you know um, lost time and doing everything too quickly and rushed and it's coming out bad. But at least they have a reason for doing it because you know they can. But everyone else, we don't need this. We don't need a Ghostbusters shared universe. We don't need a, a you know a Robin Hood shared universe. We don't need a, mon- a, a universal horror monster movie universe. Like why is that even a thing? Yeah. But whatever. So, uh, Sasha, did you ever see the Lego movie? No, I never saw it. <laughs> the Lego, yeah, but the Lego movie was was really freaking awesome. It was the, one of the best animated movies this year, like really, really good. So, um, this movie, uh, it had it had a Lego Batman in it, and it was voiced by Will Arnett, and he was mm-hmm. probably one of the best things from that movie. He was hilarious, even though most of the movie was hilarious, but he was just probably the most standout character from it. I mean, the most standout, unimportant character from the movie. And apparently, you know, because of that and other stuff, Lego Batman is having its own movie. And it's going to be voiced, the same character is going to be voiced by Will Arnett. And we're probably going to see a pretty funny, awesome movie in theaters with Legos. Cool. Again. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) it's most likely being released 2017. There's no release date as of yet. But uh, there's a director, uh, Chris McKay, who was originally going to direct the second one. But now it's doing Lego Batman. So, yeah, that's cool. And okay. uh, let's hope that this is as funny as uh, the Lego movie. Looks like it can be. I don't know. I guess it was, um, I don't know. I wasn't really interested in watching the movie, but um, I'm sure it's good if you it say so. It was really funny, really funny movie. Really, really good. Uh, but, yeah. So, uh, more sequels and TV shows things. So, Underworld, uh, if you remember that, if you know that series, the one about the vampires and Kate Beckinsale, and that's about it. That's just pretty much what this, what those, what those series are about. So, they've had, like, mm-hmm. several movies in the past year, and nobody really cared about it, you know? They were okay. I, I sort of liked them, but um, the last few movies weren't really as great or memorable, but apparently one of the recent movies just came out, Underworld Awakening was supposed to be like a soft reboot on the movie on the on the what's it called, the franchise. And now mm-hmm. they're having a fifth movie and a TV show most likely in the works. So again with oh. the whole taking old properties and making them T V show things. I mean, if any old property could work as a TV show, this one definitely can. You know, Underworld definitely could work as an action-packed vampire TV series, and I'd be okay with that. You know, there's not a lot of good vampire stuff on TV anymore. True Blood is is already over, and it wasn't really that great. And anything like Vampire Diaries and the originals, all those things, those are not very good vampire stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. hopefully a action-oriented vampire stuff would be cool. Oh, wait, now we have The Strain talking about that. But still... Why not? So there we have that. So, more reboots. Uh, Paul Feig, Feig, whatever, uh, who's the director of Ghostbusters 3. I don't think I even talked about this, but Ghostbusters 3, uh, yeah, officially has a female cast and uh, director and everything that's officially happening. Wait, yeah, I did talk about this. But, yeah. Um, Apparently, it's being written by... um, by by the same girl who wrote uh, the Heat 
who and he also directed this movie as well, Heat, The Heat or whatever. It's with Jennifer, uh, wait, Melissa McCarthy and oh my gosh, I just forgot her name. Wow, whatever. But anyways, the movie. Wait, is, I know who you're talking 3. about. Yeah, you know exactly who I'm talking about too. Yes, um, but I kind of just forgot. Wow, why her can't name. I remember her name? She was in Gravity. She was like in everything. Yep. Uh, this is really bugging me. Am I going to have to IMDb this? Do I have too much stuff on my mind? I don't remember her name. No, I, it, it's kind of in my tongue. It's there. But she's one of those best like actresses right now. No. I feel like it starts with a J of some kind. No, dude. I got this right now. Sandra Bullock. There Sandra you go. Bullock. Sandra Bullock How and can we forget um, a name like Melissa Sandra McCarthy. Bullock. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was Maybe. weird. It's like forgetting Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah, um, talking about this, Ghostbusters 3 will apparently be a hard reboot, and it's going to be really scary. Oh, yeah? Yeah, sure. Okay. I st- I'm still not happy this movie's happening, because the last Ghostbusters sequel that came out, nobody liked. Why do we need mm-hmm. another one? And in fact, why do we need a reboot? And why do we need one that's just all women? Like, you can do literally anything with just all women, and it doesn't have to be Ghostbusters. Nobody wants any more Ghostbusters. Not even Bill Murray, who was the only reason Ghostbusters was good, wants more Ghostbusters. Yeah, I think that it should just be less than classic and just, that's it. Yeah, just leave it how it is. We don't need more. But, what are you going to do? So... (laughs) So the next bit is all Mar- is all Marvel related, and this is what I was talking about earlier about Spider Man. So there's a Spider Man um, sort of rumor going around, and it's that um, the Sinister Six movie that's already pretty much being planned. It's uh, Sinister Six is just these six villains that were, uh, that were their whole you know objective was to take down Spider Man, and apparently they're having their own you know standalone movie. Um, there's rumors going around that it's going to be a soft reboot of the franchise. So somehow it's going to reboot what is happening in the, you know, terrible past two movies. Um, might, you know, this 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 one might fix it, apparently. So this movie's still going through, but Amazing Spider-Man 3 doesn't seem, it's seeming less less likely to happen. It's been pushed back to 2018, most likely not going to happen. And then the Venom movie that was apparently being planned is no longer in development. This is a movie that's been going on for a while, and it's no longer in development, so might not mm-hmm. happen. And another story that just t- ties in with this is that Spider-Man might actually be going back to Marvel, or Sony might actually make a deal with uh, Disney to to use him in his movies. And I think the reason they're doing that is because they really can't do Spider-Man correctly. Spider-Man is only costing them money, and they're not making any of it back. And to tell you yeah. the truth, I think this is their best, you know, route. Either sell it back, you know, they can just say, screw it, sell it back to Disney. I don't know, for like a billion dollars, Disney will hands down buy it and give it to Marvel because they know it'll only make more money for them because they're the ones doing it correctly. They know what to do. So, I don't know. I think it'd be a great idea. Or they can just you know, continue with the whole Sinister Six idea of soft rebooting it, and if it comes out great, then, you know, 
they'll probably end up with a new actor as Spider-Man. It's just, this franchise is pretty much all screwed up all over the place, and <laughs> I don't know if it'll necessarily be great. I just mm-hmm. think the best thing for Sony right now is just to sell it back to Disney. Or the one thing, which is even less likely, they can just hold on to the franchise and not make any movies for a few years. Yeah, I think that time is always time is always best for a lot of things. And definitely for, like, filmmaking, time is always key. Like, you have to give, like, the audience time to want to see yeah. that movie. You can't exactly. just, like, all right, here's, we want you to see all of this. Like, it, it can't because, you know, I mean, we can't go to the movie theaters every freaking weekend of the year, you know. Sometimes we go back to back a couple of weeks and then you're like, all right, cool, because it gets a little pricey and so forth, you know. But then, like, yeah. you can't just force people to watch your movies. And, you know, and then maybe that week you just don't feel like watching that superhero movie. But then, like, two weeks from then you're like, okay, yeah, maybe today I feel like watching, like, a fantastic whatever kind of movie. So I think, like you said, I think it should, it's it's all time. Like, maybe they should just hold on to the ideas and work on some other yeah. things and come back to it's that. It's just at the same time, I want Disney, you know, Marvel to get the the rights back. I want them to have it back. But it just kind of sucks, you know, that Spider-Man, the Spider-Man movies are having such a hard time when they when they would easily be great movies. And mm-hmm. uh, from from what I'm from what you know what everything that came out of the production and what the directors has talked about, what Andrew Garfield has talk, talked about, he's they've all said that it's something because of Sony. You know, Sony has had taken a lot of things out of Amazing Spider-Man two and changed mm-hmm. it. And to tell you the truth, I kind of half believe what he's saying. There's some aspects of the movie that, you know, Sony probably could have done, but there's a lot of it that was originally just bad that was in the script. And, yeah, this... It's it's, it's sad. Spider-Man, I really like Spider-Man. But, whatever. I mean, hopefully they just decide to just say, screw it, let's sell it back to Disney. And they just, I mean, to Marvel, and they just sell it, you know... And that'll be the best thing for everyone to say the truth. <laughs> so, um, yesterday was uh, the New York Comic Con, and okay. uh, that was a really busy day yesterday. There was tons of news coming out of there, and this one is specifically TV, but it's still Marvel, and it's for the Netflix uh, Marvel TV series, and it's about Daredevil. So apparently, they released 15 minutes of footage to um, to people over there at. At the uh, at the at the what's it called the event at the panel for for Daredevil, and a lot mm-hmm. of people are saying it's really good, really good footage, and the reason they're saying it is because it was very dark, and Daredevil, if a lot of people didn't know, in the comics he's a very dark character, and his comics are consistent consistently dark, so this TV show is apparently very dark and you know gritty, and it's a very dark side of um, of uh, of Marvel. And it's cool that we're, start, we're that they're saying that we're starting to see you know stuff like this from Daredevil. I mean, from Marvel, that's all dark and competing with what uh, the DC universe is making. You know, the Dark Knight series being all dark and Man of Steel. So you know, we probably could see something uh, some more uh, sort of like you know dark side of of Marvel of Marvel, and it'd be pretty cool. So everything apparently is great from it. There's even there's even um, pictures. 
released from uh, one one picture released of uh, of Daredevil, and it's and he's wearing an all black suit because apparently this is being based on uh, the comic um, Man with No Fear, and during that time. Uh, Daredevil had not gotten his red suit, and he just wore like this whole black this whole suit, black. and he kind of looks like a ninja. But it, he looks pretty cool. I'm looking at the cool. picture right now, and it looks pretty nice. So if anybody just really wants to look it up, just check it out. It looks really cool. And yeah, there we have that. So uh, actually, one thing I also want to mention when the when the showrunner um, Jeff Loeb was asked about, you know, about uh, about the rest of the universe and everything that's happening, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is, and everything that happened with uh, Captain America 2, mm-hmm. if it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, shown off or anything in the show. And, and I was originally thinking that it wouldn't because it seems like the show doesn't fit necessarily into the same universe, but he's saying that everything is connected. So, so that's cool. Somehow we're going to, we're going to see stuff like that, you know, showing up around uh, the background of this, of these movies. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, next bit is about Fantastic Four, and it's a Fantastic Four movie. And um, the people recently, the actors were recently talking about it. Michael B. Jordan and uh, Miles Teller were talking about the movie. And one of the things they mentioned is the suits are not going to be like the old suits from the original movies or the comics or anything. They're going to be like containment suits because apparently they're having a hard time, you know having control of their powers. So they're using it as some sort of containment suit. I don't know. This the whole the whole movie sounds like really all over the place. We haven't even seen any set photos. And a few that we have seen it's it's like just green screen. And um this was like months ago that some people were talking about it and they were saying that this probably just means that the whole thing is shot on a studio lot, and there's most mm-hmm. of it's just green screen shots and everything. Because if there hasn't been any leaked photos and anybody, then <laughs> at least any outside shots, yeah. nobody's seen any of the filming. Then probably means it's just mostly green screen stuff. And um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, Michael B. Jordan was was talking about this movie, and he says that it's a very gritty film. That it's gritty. And that's like the one word that you don't really want to hear when it comes to this like Fantastic Four stuff, because Fantastic Four is not always gritty. And I mean, lately, if anybody's been reading the comics, it gets like pretty dark. But to tell you the truth, it's not really a dark, you know, comic. So when you say kinda, gritty, when you say like yeah, dark gritty, gritty I, I picture freaking. Yeah. Batman, like that. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Dark that's and gritty is just. Yeah. It's it's sort of it's sort of um. That way. Yeah, these are these are like these descriptive words have been used in reboots and remakes for like the past five or ten years lately, and it's been like for video games and movies and all and TV shows are like, oh, it's going to be this really dark and gritty take on this, and it's like, okay, but it's stupid. <laughs> We don't really need a dark and gritty thing going on, you know? Yeah. But, you know, whatever. And uh, one thing I wanted to mention that this sounds, this is pretty funny. Uh, Marvel is uh, apparently going to cancel the Fantastic Four comics entirely. And this is literally right around the time that 
the movie, this movie's coming out. And um, it probably looks like it's something Marvel's doing on purpose because, mm-hmm. you know, if they would have, with the comics, it would have been even better for them to advertise the movie. But if they're canceling the Fantastic Four comics entirely, that means there's going to be less, you know, um, ad- advertising for this movie. And it's sort of like sabotaging um, fanta- uh, 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 Fox with their Fantastic Four property and everything. So it looks, you know, like Marvel really is not happy that that's that they're that they're making this movie. I guess they really wanted Fantastic Four back. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. It's, last Fantastic Four was whatever, but I mean, if there's changes. Then. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was whatever because it wasn't done by Marvel. It was done by Fox again. You know, and I True. think the only thing Fox has done, you know, sort of. Right is the X Men movies. Some of them, like not all of them, because <laughs> a lot of them are pretty, pretty bad. But anyways, um, and the last thing I want to mention was just the uh, X Men. Uh, this was just small, but I thought it was very interesting that apparently, if they cre- if if Marvel in the comics, if they create any sort of new um, mutant characters for the X-Men comics, mm-hmm. it, those those characters, the movie rights, all the rights immediately go to Fox. Fox. Do they now? Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty screwed up and uh, scary, you know? So, like, if they if they start getting creative at all, the rights are immediately going over to, um, to Fox. It's kind of cool, but it's kind of like... What kind of contract do they have going on with these people? Sometimes, you know, I feel like there's there's so much. Um, I mean, it, it is called the entertainment business. It is, and it and it really a lot of the times it goes above and beyond just having a passion for the craft and the art of it. You know, that's why sometimes you like you really need those people that are like the business minded people to. You know, you kind of have to have that mentality too because it's all like you know. You gotta, you gotta know these things. You know, it's, it's not enough to just have the passion and the craft and the passion for the art and just have the talent for it. It's, it's like a huge corporate business, and it's, you know, I don't think people realize that sometimes when we talk about movies, we just look at movies and we're like, oh, this actor, oh, and this story, and you know, and you know, this movie. Yeah, this it's all about movie. making money. You know. Yeah, at the end of the day, there's like a huge world behind it that it's, it's yeah. way more than the actors on the screen. Exactly. It's like, you know, the the Marvel, the whole Marvel Universe thing, they're making tons of money with it. And it started off as, you know, the the, the, the president was like, it's, yeah, it's like, we're going to, the president was thinking, we can possibly make a lot of money from this, but we can also do something really cool. But since, you know, the success with all that, all other, you know, companies, mm-hmm. movie companies are realizing that there's money in this. They can make tons of money if they do exactly what Marvel did. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it's like a business. Uh, you know, it's like Microsoft started making some sort of computers and then, you know, Apple started making the computers and copying them. And it's that's that's how you that's how you make money, you know. Yeah. And it's it's all about money, not they're not trying to preserve any sort of creative integrity about anything, so they can do whatever the hell they want. And <laughs> 
make money off of it. True. So, hey, so up um, now. yeah, we we're reaching our our time here. Um, have you seen any new movies or done anything uh, this week? You want to talk about? Yes. Uh, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow I'm going to see a screening of The Birdman, that movie starring uh-huh. Michael Keaton. And Wednesday, I'll probably be seeing um, uh, Fury, that war movie starring. Uh, oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, that yeah movie starring a Brad Pitt and everything. Well, it sounds freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, I love war movies, so yep, <laughs> that's gonna be pretty well, interesting. Well, Brad, Brad Pitt, you know, tends to be really good in war movies, so that's good. I mean, but it's not only Brad Pitt, guys. Shia LaBeouf is in here. Uh, Michael. <sighs> Shia LaBeouf. Uh, how many times has Shia LaBeouf said he's not going to do big, uh, big studio movies? He's Dude, only going to do his independent career. movies. Like, what, right? That's bullcrap. Why is he LaBeouf, such a douchebag now? I don't know now. what you think, but like, yes, he's a douchebag. But that dude is brilliant, man. Like Shia LaBeouf is brilliant. Like every time I see Shia LaBeouf yeah. in something, even in his independent, um, the, the last independent film that I saw from him was Charlie Countryman. It's different. It's independent. It's foreign. You know, but. The, the 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 kid has chops, bro. Like, you, not a lot of Disney stars end up, you know, with the talent that this dude that this kid has. So the fact that he's just so like arrogant now, it's kind of annoying. But he doesn't. I mean, he's not the best, but he's. I, I think he's he's deserving of, of of his talent. He's just a douche. Like, I don't know. Like maybe fifty percent of Hollywood stars get so. I look forward to seeing him do that. All right. right. Anyways. Oh, well. All right. So, um, also, just to mention to you guys, uh, Robert did cover a couple events for us this week, this week out there. um, One being on Wednesday. Damn, bro, I kind of forgot what it was called. Do you remember? No, I have absolutely no idea. It was a comedy <laughs> show, whatever. It, it was, I know there it was, was a the other show. Week, what was the other one copied, covered? Was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Oh, yeah. And all the oh, pictures yeah, well, and footage is already up. Yeah, all the pictures and footage yeah. from the Pink Tie Affair is already up. Pink Tie Affair it was a, it was a is, breast um, cancer. Um, yeah, it was a breast cancer uh, fundraiser. event to raise money, and they had, like, a silent auction of a bunch of art and stuff. Yeah, like cool a lot of stuff pop art. There. It's, I mean, it looks... Pretty pretty live. I mean, we have a 360 video on our YouTube page already, and our YouTube channel, and all the pictures that Robert took are up. Um, if you'd like to check that out, if you're um, an art lover, it's by um, Maxwell Dixon. You can go to maxwelldixon.com to, I guess, find out more about him and what he does to uh, uh, support Breast Cancer Awareness Month and his art. And I mean, as for us, Robert, tell them where they can find you. Uh, yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter. Tumblr, uh, Facebook at the Real Robert H, and you guys can go on Instagram as well at Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, we have Facebook pages. That's a movie and Sasha Marina Show. You can go like them, keep up to date on our stuff. And on YouTube, look up more of my reviews and stuff. I think one that I just recently did was Men, Women, and Children, mm-hmm. right? And yep. yeah, you guys can check. That's the most recent review. And, uh, yeah, uh, the Sasha Marina show, you just look it up on on YouTube. And also go to Google Play in the BlackBerry world, and you can find all our app. Our app. It's uh, the Sasha Marina show app, and it's just uh, easy to keep up to date with everything through that app. It really so is, guys. Download. You can, like, literally, like, find even our, our videos on there and our 
you know, up-to-date podcasts. Like, everything's there, you know. Um, and also, like, Facebook, because I know Facebook is whatever, easier and what so forth. But, yeah, as, as for me, you guys know you cannot. <laughs> you can uh, follow me on Twitter and all that stuff, Sasha Marino. That's all good. And like Robert said, our website, thesashamarino.com. And that's good. Bro, uh, I'll talk to you next week then. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And now, an ad from Dad. All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon. Yeah. That's Hugo tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.